0: Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests, and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: Welcome to the revolution. Let's go. All right. Come on. That's not a lot, partner. We are hunters. We are conservationists. We are wildlife stewards. It's true. <laughs> it's showtime, everybody! Ladies and gentlemen, The Revolution with Jim and Trav is on the air. presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV.
2: Hey, this is Tim Manolo with Inside Outdoors TV. You're listening to The Revolution with those two crazy guys, Jim and Trav. Crazy, guys. Who's he talking about, man? He's talking about you and Bunny. You say that again, I'll cut
3: you, Jim! <laughs> Anyways, I so <laughs> happy... we like a bill of knife. <laughs> I so happy Father's Day, boys and girls. I'm going to tell you what, without all the ladies, I just want to say happy Father's Day to you, Bunny. Thank you. Uh, because if it wasn't for the ladies... There would be no babies. That's right. Uh, all right, so we're talking spring bear blowing on this week's show. Bunny, you are a big bear hunter. I am. Yep. Yep. Uh, guess who's joining us? Hey, Greg Ritz with Huntmasters. Uh, he's going to be our first guest. And then Tim Minello. No, it's actually going to be Bunny. She's going to be on first. Then Greg Ritz. He is with Huntmasters. Got to watch it on Outdoor Channel Sunday, 7 30 p.m. Eastern Time. But an all new season is going to be kicking off when 2 3. That's July. Uh, also, Tim Minello, <laughs> and he is the host of Inside Outdoors TV. And that is Thursdays, 11 30. P.M. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. But again, so exciting. July, all new shows are coming out, all new seasons, Uh, Inside Outdoors, new seasons in July. That's Tuesday, 7.30 P.M. Eastern Time as we talk spring bear blowout on this week's show. Mrs. Bunny, what are you going to talk about? Uh, Keeping out bears in the field, boys. Ooh, holy bear rugs. All right, let's get to Mrs. Bunny, and it's brought to you by Sticky Holsters.
1: It's a spring bear blowout. Now here's the one and only Mrs. Bunny. Brought to you by Sticky Holsters, the brand that fits your lifestyle. See them online at StickyHolsters.com
3: Bunny, would you like some bear hide slippers?
4: Yeah. I think that I wear really slippers cool. all the time. Yeah. yeah.
3: You don't want to smell them. You make, I'm you just make saying me a that. pair and I'll wear them. You know where vinegar comes from. Yeah. yeah. Bunny slippers. <laughs> Alright, so Mrs. Bunny caping out bears. What do we need to know? Okay,
4: first of all, it's all about field care. So as soon as you get your bear down, you need to skinned out as soon as possible. Bears hold a lot of body heat for a long time and especially if they're carrying a large amount of fat. Um, So it's important to get it caped out as soon as possible. So uh, assuming that you've already field dressed your bear, the most important thing is to keep symmetry in mind. If you're going for a rug, which is what we're talking about here caping out a bear in the field for a rug, symmetry is super important because you want your left side to look like your right side front to back, all that good stuff. So presumably you already gutted your bear and in doing that you make a line up the center the stomach and kind of through the chest here as straight as possible as soon as you get the guts all out, you're going to start under the chin, kind of like where the point of your chin is right under your jaw, and you're going to go and you're going to make a straight line down the chest, and you're going to meet up with that incision that you um, created when you uh, field dressed your bear. Okay. Don't cut the bottom lip. That is part of your rug. Don't cut the bottom lip. That just makes it harder for your taxidermist. Go start under that point, okay? Next, you're going to move to the arms. Be careful, because this is where a lot of hunters will start at the paw, and they'll go to the elbow, and then through the armpit. The problem with going through the armpit is it creates this weird triangle flap that looks really odd, and If you do that, then they're probably going to end up cutting that off at the ruggery. So instead, you need to start at the center of the pad right below it there, go straight down to the elbow, and then on the cut that makes all the difference here, you turn from the elbow and you work upward along, uh, avoiding the arm, but more on the higher side of the arm. uh, And then you go straight to the um, line that you made there in the chest and the neck. And if you do that on both sides, being vigilant to keep your cuts as straight as possible and as symmetrical as possible, you're going to have basically an upside down V is what it's going to look like. All right.
3: Really stupid question. I thought they had legs.
4: Okay, so the front well, legs just, are considered
3: arms, well, or are you just well, saying just, if a bear is standing up, it I'm just, looks?
4: I'm saying like human uh, anatomically human here. Human anatomy, yeah, anatomically here. If you're, it's your front legs here. Yes, I, I was okay. referring to okay. arms. You said yes. arms. front and legs here. I most, like,
5: most bears can
3: throw a fastball. Yeah. <laughs> <you> know <laughs> common fact. Front. Most black bears are left-handed.
5: <laughs> Strange but true. We call them southpaws. Front
4: legs here. Okay, so oh, so how do to we reiterate? do going back. Don't go through the armpit. That's the big don't thing. Don't go through the armpit. So you're going to go to the back end now. Now, the, the back end, a lot of hunters are going to take your um, right where the paw is and go straight down the center and go straight to the anus. The problem with that is you square the butt off. I know. Would you? I you're kind of tender. Would you prefer I say vent? Yeah, I do. Okay.
3: Yeah, because I think be, of the vent. I think of air conditioning. Yeah. It's hot.
4: <laughs> Throw out a whole bee hole there. I don't know. So, <laughs> right. so we're working towards the okay. pooper. Yeah. Um. On a. I mean, bears have a nice round butt. Okay. Yeah. Bears have a nice round butt. You don't want a like a bunny's a butt girl. Yeah. You don't want a square butt on your rug. I mean, that just kind of looks I've odd. I've said that myself. I know. Right. Okay. So instead of doing that. You're going to start in the center of the pad again and go down to the back leg until you get to that joint. I don't know if it's considered a knee. Is it it a knee there on the back leg? I don't know. Until you get to that joint. Instead of going straight down from that joint, you're going to come in, jut in towards the inside about halfway until you get to the center of the body there. And then you're going to come back around and then straight down to the vent. And that (laughs) is... That in and of itself will create a curved cut that when you lay it out flat, if you imagine it in your head, when you lay it out flat, that's going to give you a curve that's going to give the appearance of a nice round butt on your rug. Mm. Okay. So anyways, uh, once you do that, uh, you can skin away the rest because you've got your arms and everything cut off. You end up cutting off the paws and everything like that. Uh, it's important that if you're taking it to a ruggery. Um, that's that what it's called? A ruggery? Yeah. Sounds good to me. Yeah.
3: So the taxidermist doesn't make the rug. He just tans the hide and then sends it to a ruggery. Well,
4: no, I mean a lot of a lot of places have a ruggery within their business. I don't know. I mean I, I didn't
3: don't, even know ruggery was a word. I I it's either. probably
4: not. I I'm I just it had like
3: with two Ruggery I'm, diggery do. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a sweet shop. Okay, so
4: here, really quick, you need to keep the hide, hide as cool and dry as possible. Mm-hmm. Don't put it in a plastic bag. Uh, you put did
3: it, that before, remember that? Yes, put I, it yeah. in a burlap
4: Put it in a burlap bag. That way, air can circulate. It keeps flies and other insects off of it. It also allows heat and fluids to escape. Heat and moisture are going to be your number one enemy because they promote bacteria growth that will cause that hair to slip and fall out, sometimes in really big patches. Well,
3: until you take it to the taxidermist or the ruggeriest, yeah. um, do you want to keep it cool? So, like, put it in a, a
5: burlap to- sack and then put well, it in a refrigerator. You want, to do is you want to lay it with the hair side down and sprinkle it with salt.
4: If you do well, that, I mean, you can also. It up. But I'm saying you until you al- get
5: there, because maybe the taxidermist
3: is going to do it.
4: Yeah, you can also right? just fold. Try not to try not to get it wet. At all, yeah. don't lay it in the sun. Keep it in the shade, and obviously, don't drag it out of the woods because that's going to damage the call it, cause bald spots and things like that. If you're going to freeze the hide before you get there, don't roll it, fold it, and that will help it thaw out more evenly and quicker. And then, then you can take it to the taxidermist when it's frozen, and then they can do whatever they're going to do with it. Um, when you put it in the freezer, don't put it in a plastic bag right away. Put it on top of a plastic bag that way it doesn't stick to the side of the freezer. Once it's frozen all the way through, then put it in a plastic bag. What oh, was that?
3: You do that. Yes. When when my rugs are bald, I call them my Uncle Jerry rugs. Yeah. <laughs> Jimbo knows what I'm talking about. Yes, I Everyone do. Everyone has an Uncle Jerry in their bald. <laughs> uh, anyways, all right. So that's what we need to do. After careful consideration, I'm going back to anus. Yeah. Ben, ben is just too commercialized. I think. Um, so that's basically gives a whole meaning to.
5: I get a vent. <laughs> well, yeah. So, I, yeah. What are you venting here? <laughs> <laughs> a this beef is or a, something else? It's such
4: a delicate topic. I don't know I how know. to approach this. Well, I, you know, I think that is
3: so cool because bear meat is fabulous. Um, and you want to preserve as much as that animal as you can. Uh, and one of the neatest things I think the whole world is a beautiful bear rug. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I mean, seriously, it's like that iconic look. Um, you know, you don't want to run a vacuum on them. Yeah. <laughs> you, ever, you ever think about how it would be interesting to know the proper way to clean a bear rug protocol? There. Yeah. I don't know that. We maybe we should talk
4: about that another time. Yeah. We Anyways, should. Are we done here? I'll come back with that next time, boys. Okay. And she's gonna come. How to up clean quick. your bear rug? <laughs> how to clean your bear rug? And all your taxidermy. So is that it, Mr. Bunny? That's it, guys. So at
3: that point, we're ready to go to the taxidermist or ruggery person. Yes. Uh, and they're going to make us a
4: rug. Get there as soon as possible. righty,
3: All right. So we're talking what? Hey, we're talking. Uh, what is it? He's going to look Spring it up. Spring bear uh, blowout. Yeah, that's right. Don't go anywhere. Coming up next, we got Greg Ritz, and he is the
5: host of Get This Hunt Masters on Outdoor Channel. Yeah,
3: Sundays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, and an all-new season is going to be kicking off in July. It's exciting. He's going to be three. telling us about uh, his Alberta bear hunt with his daughter, savannah so amazing stick around you can also pick up previous seasons and episodes with the my outdoor tv app mrs Bonnie, this was fun having you back on thanks boys yeah hey and uh greg rich coming up next yep this has been brought to you by sticky holsters the brand that fits your lifestyle see them online at stickyholsters.com greg rich coming up
1: next don't go anywhere we love America, wearing camo and feeding our families 100% organic wild game protein. We are the revolution with Jim and Trev. Get you some. Hey. Go, go, go outside today. Hey. Hunt, fish, and do it like a boss.
3: Bunny, hey. you know she is a turkey slaying ninja. Hey, hey Jimbo, Leia. he is a backstrap grilling
1: fellow. Good word. Hang on to your butts, because after the break, we're heading north to Canada with Greg Ritz, host of Hunt Masters. Sundays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. In the meantime, punch in com and get your outdoors on. Wherever you go this summer, take My Outdoor TV with you. Right now, save 20% on an annual subscription. But this offer won't last forever. Use promo code SUMMER20. My Outdoor TV.
5: Sticky Holsters is an American company that specializes in developing and producing concealment holsters and other everyday carry products. All of our products are made right here in the USA and come with a lifetime craftsmanship warranty. Our holsters are designed for inside the waistband or pocket carry. There are no bulky, uncomfortable clips, hooks, or straps. They use our proprietary sticky material to securely hold in place. Carry confidently in comfort. Sticky Holsters, the brand that fits your lifestyle.
1: The revolution with Jim and Travis back on the air with our spring bear blowout this week. Already? Ready. Ready. Stand by, everybody. Now, here's a two-part interview with Greg Ritz, host of Huntmasters, Sundays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaOutdoors.com. This is part one.
5: Hey, this is the Spring Bear Blowout Show. And, of course, before the break, we had Mrs. Bunny on. She was giving some interesting facts about bear. Yeah, gave us the bear necessities. That's what she did. box uh, the
3: <laughs> bear necessities. That's right. I'm wiggling my little booty. <laughs> uh, just now being joined Mr. Greg Ritz. He is the host of what? Huntmasters. Yeah, on Outdoor Channel. Sunday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. All new season is going to be kicking off in July. All right, so Mr. Greg. What's your phone number? I got it right yeah, here. Yeah, we'll hand it out right now. <laughs> uh, but anyways, you know, we, we've talked to you for so many years. And you do so much in the outdoors with your daughters all the time. You have three fabulous uh, huntresses in your life. You're a diehard conservationist, just a kick butt dad. But last year would have been Savannah when she was 11. She apprenticed up in uh, Alberta at a bear camp. She learned all about uh, replenishing bait sites, set up set set up new sites, yeah, set up new sites, put out trail cameras, read bear sign, bear behavior, etc. I can barely read. Yeah, Jibble can't do any of that. He does braille. Um, But anyways, no, she actually went. up there this year took two amazing bears and you took her didn't you
6: i did i did and that was her reward for spending a week up there as you said learning how to bait learning how to put tree stands up you know skinny bears tracking bears and not with that she did it with a guy oh yes yeah. uh that i wanted her to earn her right to go hunting and uh and she did and of course in alberta you to shoot two bears and i will tell you guys we saw So many bears, it was insane. Five to ten a night, everybody in camp was seeing those kind of quantities. Wow.
5: Well, you know, the the interesting part about it, when she was there last year and she was learning how to set up a new bait and how to replenish the baits that were already there, I mean, she had a good idea of what to expect, didn't she?
6: She did. Understanding the philosophy of where you set the baits and where the drainages are in the beaver dams and how they naturally move, so it's more than just putting donuts in a barrel. It goes behind it. And, and of course, what you get out of baiting, right? Because then you you know if it's a boar or a sour. a sow with cubs. You can watch bears being bears. And and, uh, and she also learned to respect bears as well, because uh, they can be very territorial. And, uh, you know, there, there are some times that Got to be a close call with some aggressive bears. Holy cow!
3: Well, what's amazing is most twelve-year-olds they're they're hunting squirrels, maybe rabbits, and occasional or deer. Going to the ball. Uh, you're taken to Savannah to Alberta, and with her TC Impact SP muzzleloader, she took her first bear. Now, I mean, that is one heck of a hunt. I don't care what age you are,
6: it is. And I tell you what really made me feel good about the entire experience. There was another father daughter in camp. We didn't know they were coming. He bought his daughter this trip as a graduation from MIT. Oh, my gosh, with really? With her master's. <laughs> so, 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 guys, we all talked about trying to get that one person, one additional person into this sport to keep the legacy and tradition going. And you know what? There's some dads out there with daughters, and they're doing it.
5: Yeah, and you're passing on. Now, it's really interesting that, uh, you know, you, you had two daughters in camp, and the fact of the matter is we always think of just father and son, but uh, the gals, man, they're they're making a name for themselves are they?
6: they are and i think we've broken that cultural barrier right now and anytime i think parents can find time to get out in the woods and do anything with their kids whether it's shooting bows or going through a diggin', or just riding a, a you know a Yamaha four-wheeler you gotta do it you gotta you gotta push them outside and then once they're out there they love it
3: yeah now were you guys hunting from a tree stand were you in a ground blind kind of walk us uh through the first hunt that she took, her first bear with a muzzle loader, what was the setup yes, so like? We,
6: so we were we were bouncing between the two, but she was eye level, on the ground, in a ground line with a TC impact SB, mm-hmm. you know, shooting sticks, the whole, the whole night. So, I mean, she was 20 yards face-to-face with this bear. Oh-oh. And remember, the and, and, and the boar was following a sow. You know, there was a lot of action going on that night for her. I think she said, she ended up killing the eighth bear that came in. Oh
5: my the god. Bear. Really? Man, that girl's got yep. a lot of moxie. <laughs> uh no, and this is the
6: in the way back of nowhere this is what they call Queensland, right? So it's equivalent to R B L M, public land. And uh, you know, but uh Don Land at uh South Peace Outfitter, she's been you know, guiding up here for 25 years. And some of these baits, I mean, it's a two-hour quad ride back in. Wow.
3: Oh, holy cow. You know, the funny thing is, when it comes to hunting over a bait site, a lot of people think that is just a slam dunk, easy hunt. And it can be if you're not, you know, discriminating about size and stuff like that. But if you want to get a nice size bear, I mean, you got to put uh, some
6: time in the stand. It's a lot of hours. You know, it's 20 hours a day of daylight. Oh, man, you're absolutely right. So we're we're hunting. You know, I think legal shooting time ended at 1045. By the time you get out, you know, it's midnight. And, you know, you're, you're going to bed at 1, and it's light again at 4. And uh, they make for some for some long days. I mean, you're sitting 7 to 8 hours on the stand, mosquitoes galore. Thank God for Thermacell. Wouldn't survive without it. <laughs> and, uh, and, and you're right, guys. The big boars, they know what that big site's all about. So they check the wind. You've you got to be scent conscious. You know, I'm still, you know, as you know, a big believer in nose jammers. I mean, we were going through a can a day. Just to try to fool these boars' noses because they they know we're around. You know, we had a lot of activity, and that really helps the night go by. You guys know what it's like when that clock's ticking and you're like four hours without seeing anything. (laughs) You start going, "This is crazy." But for a twelve-year-old, we got to make sure that they uh, you know they have enough activity and and engagement to keep them wanting to come back. and that's why I picked this outfitter and uh, and also made sure she had a bag full of snacks.
3: Yeah, <laughs> that's a key ingredient right there. Mr. Greg Ritz, the host of Huntmasters on Outdoor Channel, Sundays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And an all-new season is going to kick off in July. That is just next month. All right, now, being in a ground line, 12 years old, 25 years old, 50 years old, it doesn't really matter, um, seeing 8 to 10 bears average per day, huge bears, did she have any hesitation or any worries
6: or was she just like straightforward gung ho? If she had not done the one year of apprenticeship, I would have said she was hesitant because I watched how hesitant she was getting into the baiting the first time she was eye level with a bear and hearing those stories. But once she started to learn how to read the bear's body language and you know, just like white tails or any other animals, there's tells right? There's little signs they make when, when they get aggressive or not aggressive. And, uh, so she had that experience to rely on. And I'm going to tell you, when it comes time to shoot, that girl's a stone cold killer. I mean, she will <laughs> always put that bullet or that arrow where it needs to go. Now she comes on glued afterwards, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's something guys, I, I think all parents, if they have the opportunity, bear hunting is not Very expensive as far as big game hunts are concerned. You have a lot of opportunities to sit with your kids and teach them about nature, and it's an engaging activity. And, hey, some of the the other states like Wisconsin, New Hampshire, Vermont, Maine, if you live in those areas, you
5: can hunt in your backyard and put your own bait out. All right. Hey, we're talking with uh, Greg Riss. And, of course, he is the host of Huntmasters on Outdoor Channel. That's right. you got to watch it every single Sunday night, 830 p.m. Eastern time with an
3: all-new season kicking off in July. That is just next month. But this has been brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Hop online, check them out, YamahaOutdoors.com. Now, Mr. Greg, before we get to a break, to learn more about you, this amazing hunt with your daughter, Savannah, all of your partners, Air times upcoming episodes where can we find you online buddy
6: go to facebook go to instagram on facebook it's greg ritz hunt on instagram at Huntmasters tv guys make so sure that you follow throughout the year because all the home the adventures and obviously this time of year the farming activities is a fun way to stay engaged with the program all
3: right part two with mr greg ritz right after this don't
1: go anywhere Happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy dance. Greg Ritz, host of Hunt Masters, Sundays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel, is sticking around, and you should, too.
5: The beauty of the Yukon is that it's a place where you can either lose yourself or find yourself. When hunters come here, the men that lead them into the wildlands need to be tough. They need to make the right
3: decisions
5: every minute of every day. Those that do are called Guides.
1: A grizzly bear came up right behind us. We're gonna have to do a warning shot. Jim Shockey's Uncharted Yukon season premieres Monday, July 1st at 7 p.m. on Outdoor Channel. As people who love the outdoors, we know what we stand for. We stand for fish, wildlife, and conserving places they call home. We stand for the traditions we inherited and that we must pass on. We stand for great gear fair prices, expert service, and memorable experiences. At Bass Pro Shops in Cabela's, we stand together for you. The revolution is on the air and online at JimandTrav.com. No doy. I think I know what I'm doing. Discussing our spring bear blowout. Now, let's get back to Greg Ritz, host of Huntmasters, Sundays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Brought to you by Horizon Firearms, the official rifle of the revolution with Jim and Trav. See them online today at HorizonFirearms.com. Here's part two. Hey, we're back. This is part two with old Greg
5: Ritz. And of course, in part one, he tells us about taking his daughter up to Alberta hunting black
3: bear. I wish I was Savannah. If I could dress as a 12-year-old girl, I would go. I do every uh, week. <laughs> anyways, make sure you watch Hunt Masters on Outdoor Channel, Sundays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. So just to recap, Mr. Greg, uh, your daughter Savannah, 12 years old, tagged her first black bear uh, this spring with the TC Impact. SP it was bigger than butter. her. Yeah, then she kicked it up a notch, and this is totally amazing. Blows my mind. She took her second bear with a mission crossbow, the all-new Sub 1, and it was something like a 400-plus pound black bear. Is that correct, man?
6: It went way over 400 pounds. In the in the skull, Green scored right at Boone and Crockett. No oh, way, wow. really? This, this, yeah, this is a world class bear. And uh, what's interesting is two days before Savannah, you know, shot this giant. You know, another guy in camp shot a giant that was like, uh, you know, like three eight shy of Boone and Crockett. Holy I cow! That was going to be the biggest bear in camp. They were stunned, <laughs> and uh, then another guy rolls in with a twenty inch skull on a chocolate bear, and I'm like, man, dude, these, these bears are on the move. So I really had high hopes that she was going to see a mega giant, and there's there's no doubt she uh, put everyone to
5: shame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. Uh... I've got to ask you about safety. You know, uh, when I took my kids into dangerous game country, I mean, there's extra work on my part just to make sure that they were safe. Did you have any apprehensions about taking your daughter out bear hunting?
6: Uh, No, she had learned, you know, how to respect the animals of what to do. It's not uncommon to have a bear try to climb the tree or up your, your tree stand when they're curious. So. Making yourself be big, you know, huffing at the bears, you know, stomping your feet on the stands, you know, you you don't want to be intimidated. And uh, in those situations, I felt pretty secure. Now you never know; you can have a boar with sows that gets aggressive, and you know that's uh, that's just the way it's going to be. But she was not to be intimidated.
3: Well, I got to say, you sent uh, like a one minute sizzle reel. And it was of Savannah <laughs> taking this bear with the crossbow, dude. And it was just Perfect so ag- shot. the thing is this bear comes in, and the first thing I tell Joe, I was like, Oh my god, that is a monster. He was so big, and then the slow motion impact of that arrow penetrating it. looked like it was a clean pass through shot. I mean Hersh right through it. Yeah, her shot placement. I mean, oh my gosh, dude. It was amazing.
6: Oh, it was incredible. Now, Part of that, when you look at the first part of the video, this is something that I think all people can benefit from, is I've always taught my kids, don't try to freehand anything. Mm -hmm. Do shooting sticks if you're, uh, you know, in the ground or on the ground. And here, we actually took a Caldwell tripod with us. Now, the last thing anybody wants to do is pack extra luggage, right? But for me, that extra luggage expense to have her have confidence with the crossbow and sitting up there and she just had to swing that position, bear down, and she had a steady hold. That's how she shot so well. Is uh, all the floor of the reins, but also having good equipment.
5: Yeah. Now, uh, one of the things that I've often thought about as I have went to Canada, I mean, it's always tough to get through customs. Did you find it difficult with a, uh, a muzzleloader and a crossbow to get in there?
6: No. I mean, whether you have one weapon or several weapons, it doesn't matter. What's great is the crossbow it's just like a vertical bow. Uh, it gets checked all the way through. because It's not a, a regulated uh, weapon like a firearm is. And, uh, and I'll be honest, I've had great luck going uh, in and out of Canada. I know how the paperwork process goes. I know which ports of entry uh, to go through. And you just, you know, have the patience as, as you go into these countries. And, of course, all the power and the primer are provided by the outfitter. So, Uh going up there with no ammunition
3: does make it easier. Greg, when he has friends like Justin Trudeau, he can do whatever he (laughs) wants. (laughs) Well, it was so cool. And one thing I really think is awesome, how on Huntmasters and what you do with your children, you are breaking down boundaries. Because if it is vertical bow hunting, rifle hunting, muzzleloader hunting, crossbow hunting, you give them the chance to experience absolutely everything, and let them come to their own
6: conclusions on which form of weaponry they prefer. Absolutely, and if you were to ask Savannah, because she shoots all of it—literally, handguns all the way through uh, through rifles, crossbows, vertical bows—we were shooting her uh, mission switch this uh, this weekend, and uh, she'll tell you crossbows are favorite. Really, really, and that is her favorite. It's always all of it, but I think there, there's something to the, the cool factor, right? Young kids growing up is neat looking, right? It goes fast, and, and uh, whether it's the walking dead uh, phenomenon, but, <laughs> you know, that, that's your weapon of choice.
3: Now, would you say getting children interested in hunting a crossbow is a good jumping-off point You know, versus a vertical bow or even a rifle? Um, where did you begin with your kids, and how did you progress?
6: You know, I to be honest with you guys, I started with the crossbow. Really? And, uh, and the reason reason was twofold. One is because I could shoot with them every single day in the backyard. Oh, yeah. I didn't have to have this big event that, you know, oh, my gosh, we're going to spend the next four hours, and there's all these people around me, and I feel intimidated, you know, going to a range and not knowing people so we could do it in our backyard. And the second thing is I could teach them shooting skills, that carried over to guns. There's a stock, there's a scope, there's a trigger, there's a safety, head placement, trigger control, breathing, all those little elements that kids need to learn, anybody needs to learn. I was able to teach them because there's no noise and no recoil on the crossbow. And they immediately, with a lighted knock, can tell how I did Did I hit it? Did I not hit it? And then as they progress, they see those groups get tighter. So for me, it was a perfect way to introduce any new shooter into just good, Safety and shooting skills.
3: Oh, that is just amazing. All right, again, Mr. Greg Ritz, the host of Huntmasters on Outdoor Channel. It might be Greg in Savannah soon uh, on Outdoor Channel Sundays, 8 30 p.m. Eastern time, with an all-new season uh kicking off in July. Now, just to put this in perspective and and correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. Greg, but you have only shot one bear larger, and I think it was in Alaska. Um this four hundred-pound plus bear she took that is like an opportunity that passes up most. I mean, guys and gals just don't have a chance like that. As her father, that just had to be a spectacular moment for you.
6: It was. I mean, I've killed well over 30 bears personally yeah. with, every, with every weapon. And, uh, you know, I, I can kind of draw the parallel to – You know, if you have a a son or a daughter playing in the Little League World Series or some big soccer tournament, and you're standing on the sideline as a parent, you can't control what's going on, but they make the play of the day. They do the impossible right there in front of your eyes. and you are so excited all the hours and all the time that they were able to pull it together in that moment, and then you're excited for them. I was so happy because that is a memory we – we'll share and reflect on the rest of our lives, guys. Guys,
5: that's priceless to me. Enter her. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Greg Gritz. He's the host of Hunt Masters on Outdoor Channel, Sundays at 8.30 Eastern Time. That's right. And go back and pick up previous seasons and episodes with the My
3: Outdoor TV app. But an all-new season of Hunt Masters is going to be coming out in July on Outdoor Channel. Make sure you watch for it. This has been brought to you by Horizon Firearms, the official rifle of the revolution with Jim and Trav. Hop online and check them out. Horizonfirearms.com. Jimbo, who we got coming up next? Hey, Tim Anillo with uh, Inside Outdoor TV. That's right, thursdays 11 30 p.m eastern time on outdoor channel and a new season of that will be kicking off in july as well now mr greg to learn more about you Huntmasters tc mission crossbows nose jammer everything you got going on where can we find you online buddy
6: well obviously website huntmasters.com but if you guys are on the social platforms Greg rich huntmasters on facebook and huntmasters tv on instagram so make sure you follow a lot of great things coming up this year
1: We're still in hot pursuit of Monster Bruins and Tim Minello, host of Inside Outdoors TV. Thursdays, 11.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel is moments away. Wherever you go this summer, take My Outdoor TV with you. Right now, save $20 on an annual subscription. But this offer won't last forever. Use promo code SUMMER19. My Outdoor TV. High Mountain Seasonings has all your spring and summer grilling needs. Specifically designed for game and fish, try our 16 different shaker seasonings. And look for our new rub line in the large bottles. Don't forget to try our new finishing sauces. Find us on the web at www.himtnjerky.com or look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you. He's out there, the elusive wild boar. And now, the dogs are (coughs) loose. And the drive is on. It's full boar excitement from the forest and fields of France's Loire Valley. The spectacular season premiere of Wild Boar Fever. Saturday, July 6th at 6 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Watch past seasons of Wild Boar Fever on My Outdoor TV. Go to MyOutdoorTV.com. Welcome back to the revolution with Jim and Trav And our spring bear blowout I like that, it's real cute You guys clearly get each other Now, kicking off a two-parter with Tim Anello Host of Inside Outdoors TV Thursdays, 11.30pm Eastern on Outdoor Channel Presented by Outdoor Channel Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network And My Outdoor TV Here's part one
5: Hey, we're back. We're talking spring bear blowout on this week's show. And before the break, we had a two-part interview with old Greg Ritz. He's the host of Huntmasters on Outdoor Channel, Sundays at 8.30. That's right. An all-new season is kicking off in July, but right now, joining us, Mr. Tim Nello. Yeah, he's the host of Inside Outdoor TV, Thursdays at 11.30 Eastern time on Outdoor Channel.
3: That's right, but an all-new season is going to kick off as well as season 13. That's hard to believe. Inside Outdoors TV. That's going to be in July, Tuesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time on Outdoor Channel. Now, Mr. Tim, let's get into this because you and your cameraman just got back from canada you guys harvested two amazing black bears uh but let's get into field judging for a second because if there isn't a bait barrel nearby or other bears to compare it to it can be pretty tricky so what are some common signs to look for we all know the obvious like a sway back pot belly you know if the ears are dwarfed by the head that's a really good sign but how do we properly go about field judging bears
2: absolutely it's Especially for a beginner um, The first year And we mostly hunt from the ground You know we had a bear come by us It was the first bear we'd seen ever You know on the in, in the wild So we thought ah you know I don't know how to judge it so we let it go And it ended up being a giant <laughs> really? A lot of us just you know yeah we, we screwed up but looking at pictures Of old and young bears You know if you got a guide or an outfitter Just get online But yeah they're, it's really in their head um, you know, down here where they don't hibernate, their bodies get bigger every year. You know, the farther north you go, the longer they hibernate, the more weight they lose. So, yeah, looking at the head, the ears, the space between their ears uh, is a big indicator. And then, yeah, the, the more rounded and small their ears look and the more they sort of seem to slope off the side of their head, it will be conducive of a, an older, bigger bear and then, you know, you can always just walk up and ask them, <laughs> how old are you?
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the thing is, you know, when you're out there judging and, you know, they talk about, you know, if that uh, bear is as high, is back as high as the uh, 55-gallon drum. They're trying to get – they'll probably use uh, oats up there, right?
2: Yeah, oats. Um, there, I guess there are companies over the years that have started that start selling. They buy expired candies and, and sweet stuff from all these – candy manufacturers and then they sell them to outfitters so oats are good for putting on weight they really like them but then the sweet stuff you know smells brings them in um up there where we hunt they trap a lot of beavers you know hides aren't worth much anymore but they'll sell the hides and then they use the beaver they'll freeze them and then they'll they'll tie them up in a tree so it really gets the scent out and then they come in looking and and isn't it crazy how how quiet I mean, you know, 400-pound bear can come in and never make a sound. And it's different sounds that you make or, you know, you try not to make, but will set a bear off. Uh, You know, I've happened to sneeze or cough when you just can't control it. And most of the time, they they may kind of look up, but a lot of times they won't stop what they're doing. But you, you know, if your clothes rub against a tree or your foot, might, you know, scoot on the ground a little too much. Those little sounds like that, for whatever reason, will freak him out and really get him on alert. Yeah, yeah. That's,
5: they're, they're, it's a foreign sound. I know I was uh, up in Manitoba and I shot a really nice bear. I clicked my safety off and that metal, metal sound of a safety going on alerted it. Alerted it. I mean, he looked right up at me. I was in an elevated stand and I knew I only had a couple of seconds before he was going to bolt.
2: Yeah. I hunted for seven or eight days and he came in. I was bow hunting. Um, We were up in a tree and for 10, 15 minutes, he just stood looking and would kind of turn on himself, never presented a shot. And after a while, the cameraman's arm just kind of got tired. So he slowly lowered his left arm, not even audible on the camera, you know, the, the shotgun mic or anything, his arm just barely rested against the tree. And when it touched the bark on the tree, that giant bear, he took off like you'd shot at him or lit his tail on fire. Mm -hmm. Never stopped, never looked around, not like a a whitetail or something where they perk up. I mean, he just took off. Oh, that's amazing.
3: It's so hard to believe bears are North America's number two big game animal. You know, whitetail is number one. But based on license sales, there are more black bear hunters than elk, moose, sheep, antelope, mountain goat, mountain lion, mule deer, and caribou Combined. Wow. You know, you don't really think about how. I didn't
2: know that. Yeah,
3: how popular bear hunting is because it, it seems, you know, seldom talked about when you do compare it to elk hunting or whitetail hunting or huh. so on and so forth. But it really is amazing how popular. And the thing is, a lot of people don't understand that bear is excellent table fare.
2: So, Oklahoma just had our first ever bear season. I'm gonna get this wrong. Seven or eight years ago, really, it just opened here in Oklahoma, and some of those bears you get up north where they hibernate for a really long time, and spring bear meat up there, you've got to be careful. Um, you got to either really cook it well or you know wait till fall a lot of toxins in that
5: meat from hibernating because you know they don't go out and use the job they just absorb everything so all of that is in their system Uh, their liver and the whole nine yards and so yeah you're right in the spring of the year you've Got to be careful on what you're gonna take. Hey, we got to take a break. Can you stick around? We got a lot more questions to ask you. Absolutely, I'm ready. All right. Hey, that's Tim Arnello. No, Anello, and he's the host of Inside Outdoors TV. Uh, Thursday's
3: 11:30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. But an all new season, season 13, kicks off in July on Outdoor Channel. The prime time is going to be Tuesdays 7:30 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, Mister Tim, before we get to a break, man, to learn more about you, Inside Outdoors TV, social media, your partners, all that good stuff. Where are going to be next where can we find you online
2: well we've got our facebook instagram our website and then of course outdoor channel we try to keep that updated as possible so we're, we're kind of all over the map you bet
5: hey tim Anello,
2: coming up
3: next that's right this has been presented by outdoor channel sportsman channel world fishing network my outdoor tv again tim Anello, he's sticking around that's right he's on that don't go anywhere
1: Attention Revolution shoppers Swing on over to our online department And check out our specials on show archives Trav's take, Jim's blog And buy one get one free On tons of expert hunting and fishing advice Thanks for shopping at JimandTrav.com And stay tuned shoppers More Revolution with Jim and Trav On the way next Come
4: on Bali Beach Hotel Mommy's Hawaii
0: Thanks for tuning into The
1: Revolution with Jim and Trav as we chat about Spring Bear Blowout. Now, let's rejoin Tim Anello, host of Inside Outdoors TV, 11.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Brought to you by Cinch Jeans, the official clothing brand of The Revolution with Jim and Trav. View their entire line of apparel at cinchjeans.com. Here's part two.
5: Hey, we are back. This is Revolution with Jim and Trav. We're talking Spring Bear Blowout on this week's show. Before the break, we had Tim Manello on. Yeah. And, of course, he is the host of Inside Outdoor TV, Thursdays at 1130 Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Tim
3: Manello, he's a good fellow. That's what they say. And he likes cello. Uh, now, the first 12 seasons, you could go back and pick up with the My Outdoor TV app. I highly recommend you doing that. I do that all I time. I think you got a mosquito, Jimbo, on your forehead right now. Can you hit uh, it? It's on your eyebrow. <laughs> Smash <laughs> it. Anyways, uh, All-new season kicking off in July. That is going to be Tuesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. All right, so once again, you and your cameraman took two fabulous, just giant uh, black bears up there in Saskatchewan, and you guys were bow hunting. And now when you're bow hunting, you don't have that knockdown power that you do with a rifle. And shot placement is always essential. I don't care what form of weaponry you're using, what you're going after. But let's talk about this, man. Shot placement with a bow on a big old bear where do we want to hit them?
2: Yeah, the last thing you want to do is go, you know, trying to find a wounded bear in the woods. But a bear, you know, is a lot like any big game animal. Their heart sits down below the front of their lungs. Their lungs kind of sweep up and back. You don't want to hit them in the shoulder. You're not going to get very much penetration at all. It's, it's sort of like, you know, an elk or something big. You, you definitely, you don't really, if you're bow hunting, Really, the only shot you want to take is when they're standing, preferably quartering away or broadside. Quartering two is tough. Not standing up, not laying down. Sitting down is marginal, but they're, man, they're in there to do some weird things when they're laying down. A big thing is what you don't notice when they're laying down is that front leg is really kicked back Mm -hmm. and their shoulders pushed back, so it's, it's deceiving. You think I hit him right behind the you know, shoulder while he was laying down. The thing is their shoulder and that leg was blocking just about everything that you needed to hit. So, you know, just like a whitetail, if you can get them quartering away and put it right behind that shoulder and run through everything they got, um, I have shot not purposely, but a little high in back which ended up, you know, he, he went 20 yards and fell over so they're they're that high lung if you're gonna err err on the little high side and if anything back then forward because again you don't want to hit that shoulder but yeah good broadhead good shot placement and you shouldn't have any problems
5: yeah now with uh with a a broadhead now do you use a fixed blade or do you use a expandable
2: personally i use a fixed blade and really i've only ever used fixed blades in my hunting career i've taken expandables out just to try them uh we used ramcat um their diamondback fixed blade oh yeah just a fail safe but i've taken some of the the new expandables out to you know shoot those and it must be a bad luck thing for me when i take an expandable because i never even get a shot to try one but i i prefer um a fixed blade there are guys that that shoot bears all the time with expandables you know, a more sweeped blade back, you know, you don't want something that's a real wide ferrule where your blades are, you know, swept more straight out just to get through that hair better. Mm-hmm. But again, I, you know, people have preferences on broadheads and it's sort of, you know, everybody's got an opinion. Mine, I go with a fixed plate every time or nothing can go wrong. Yeah, Mr. Tim
3: with Inside Outdoors TV, Thursdays, 11.30pm Eastern Time on Outdoor
2: Channel. All new season
3: is going to kick off in July. That is next month. Season 13 will be Tuesdays, 7.30pm Eastern Time again on Outdoor Channel. Now, before you went bear hunting, all right? obviously you've had a tremendous amount of experience bear hunting. You've been doing it for numerous years. Where is your cutoff point in yardage where you kind of want to stay under a certain amount if you're hunting over you know a bait site obviously it, it, you're not going to have these tremendous amount of shots if you're doing spot and stock it could be a little farther out there what range do you like to stay within so you feel as though you can always have a clean ethical kill what is that number
2: we try to push the boundary the other way we try to see how close we can set up to them really you know, uh, up north, especially you can't spot and stalk black bear. It's so thick. They they've got just about a million acres that they hunt up there, or, or that they have access to. They they hunt about half of it, and we go back into the thickest, nastiest stuff. So they'll establish bait sites, you know, early on. When we get into camp, we'll we'll find wherever we're going to hunt. We'll pull the bait barrel, and like I said, we like to use beavers. We'll hang them up in a tree. Uh, and then there's you know the established site but i mean we've we've set up you know as close as 10 yards on Ooh. the ground with you know not not a blind we'll just take some brush and create just like a little brush blind around us and i think the farthest i've ever had to shoot a bear was maybe 25 yards oh seriously but really a lot of them are you know 10 15 yard shots it's it's tough i mean even on the tree stand you know we'll we'll get no more than 20 yards just to you know try to see how close we can get yep. and it's gotten sketchy i there was about a three-year stretch where you wouldn't find me on the ground.
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mr. Tim Anello makes sure you watch Inside Outdoors TV. Thursdays, 11.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel in an all-new season. Season 13, 13 is kicking off. That's right. This coming July, Tuesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. All right, so the all-new 13th season, Inside Outdoors TV, man. As you a viewer of the show, one. what can we expect from this new season?
2: It's one of our best seasons ever. We I have, you know, we're kicking off the season with an incredible elk hunt. Um, Ended up taking a great bull in Utah at six steps. Oh no! He comes straight at me. Um, It's it's definitely one you won't want to miss. Um, I killed my biggest whitetail to date on this season. Of course, Dave had to one up me and smash a giant in Kansas. His biggest whitetail to date. Ooh! Just incredible footage. Incredible season. One of those seasons that we wish we had every year. You bet. Hey, that was Tim Anello. Of
5: course, he is the host of Inside Outdoors TV. Yeah, Thursdays, 1130 p.m. Eastern Time on
3: Outdoor Channel, but the all-new 13th season kicking off in July. Tuesday, 730 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Again, Mr. Tim, to learn more about you, Dave, Inside Outdoors TV, your partner's upcoming episodes, where can we find you online?
2: Uh, We've got our Facebook page, Instagram, our website, constantly updating everything you know outdoor channels website you can pretty much find us anywhere if you're lucky look your local jail <laughs> that's all right. All right this has been brought to you by cinch jeans the
3: official clothing brand of the revolution of jim and trap off online check out their entire line of apparel at cinchjeans.com, and make sure you watch inside outdoors tv thursdays 11 30 p.m eastern time on outdoor channel mr tim man, awesome happy on the show god bless you and great luck out there buddy thanks guys i
1: appreciate it you too We're talking spring bear blowout. Where we're going, boys and
5: girls. There are no roads. Is there
4: flying spaceships?
3: Of course
5: there is. How do you think we're going to get around, Bunny? We're
4: hunting for ibex. We're
3: chasing after bear. We're catching big catfish. It's going to be totally crazy. I'm so excited for this adventure. I think I just saw an alligator. We are hunting.
1: This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Remember, you can follow the craziness on all social media platforms. And if you have suggestions or feedback, hit up JimandTrav.com. Stay tuned. The, the Revolution will be right back. We've got a problem here. That concludes The Revolution with Jim and Trav this week.
0: Do you have some idea how strange that sounds?
1: Well, yeah. What do I do now? You can follow the boys 24-7 at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week. We talked about spring bear blowout. And of
5: course we had Greg Ritz with Huntmasters and also Tim Anello with Inside Outdoor TV. Inside Outdoor TV. We had a fabulous time. Mrs. Bonnie, last word real quick.
4: Happy Father's Day, oh. guys! Oh. Happy Day. We call
3: it, in our house, Happy Banana Guy Mike Day. That's what the
4: kids say. <laughs> now, um, if you want to celebrate, if you're looking for last minute gifts, make sure you hit up Cabela's and Bass Pro Shops. They have a Father's Day special happening this weekend. They also have Take Me Fishing events where you're getting kids involved and stuff. There's a whole bunch of stuff, so if you're looking for stuff to do, go to Cabela's and Bass Pro, but all the dads out there, Happy Father's Day.
3: And remember, get outdoors this weekend, take some kiddos with you, spend some time with them, even though it is Father's Day, it's really not about you. Go fishing, practice firearm safety, just recreate together. Barbecue something. we got to get to a break. Peace out. God bless you. Happy Father's Day, America! You are so awesome.
0: Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com